Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Thank you so much for being with us during these times. The final word in France, we just love and appreciate you. Absolutely. And as you always give us your best, we'd like to give you our best. The best of Idiot of the Week. To keep you laughing and having a great time and keeping a smile on your face. So while you're, I don't know. Doing what you do. Doing what you do. Just doing what you do. Celebrating you. Have a great time, and we'll see you on the other side on 2024. We love you. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us stupid stories and we mock them because they are mockable. It's so much fun. It's the highlight of my week. It really is. Oh, jazzy hands. Jazzy Uh-oh. hands. Jazzy hands. We want to thank you for listening to us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media. Thank you. Please check out all the podcasts there. And we also want to thank you, those of you who already are and those of you who are about to become Patreons, for supporting these podcasts. Without your support, there are no us. <laughs> thank you. Thank, us thanks you for making us possible. And you know what we do? What do we do? We, let me tell you what we do to thank you personally when you become a Frangela Patreon. We give you three, count them three. Three? Three, three micro idiots a week, 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 week. Are you telling me that I will get to hear three extra stories of stupidity every week? Every week. And if you come and join now, you'll have months and months and months of backlog, wonderful hilarity to listen to. So thank you. Thank you, everyone who has been on Patreon, everyone who's just started, everyone who's about to start. And we know times are tough and sending your love in every and any way you can is greatly appreciated, too. We love you. And, you know, you can also get a specialized video from Frangela through Cameo. Go to Cameo.com, put in Frangela, and we can wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary, tell you to put your socks on, whatever you need. Whatever you need. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for the... Black Power Hour. What happens? Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller and we get to see it. Eh, 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 eh. So please check that out. You know what I was thinking about earlier? 
Did hmm. you ever say this when you were a kid? Did you ever go, psych your mind, psych, psych? Did the kids do that when you were little? No, but again, I I came of age in, in the modern era, um, you know, where there was electricity and stuff. So I don't know what your childhood. You didn't say psych your mind, your booty shines. No. No, you didn't, you didn't do that? No, we also didn't have a vegetable cart. <laughs> No, and um, we didn't have we didn't have button on a string as our most popular toy. No, that's uh, my husband. He's from the nineteen twenties. Okay, you push the nineteen thirties, maybe. I don't. No, I it's mean, all about the rodeo dough. Okay, that's <laughs> not yeah. my time. I can't. Okay. All right, dude. Okay. All right. This first idiot is sent to us from Babette W. Thank you, Babette. We love you. You're lovely. Thief made guy pinky swear he wouldn't call the cops. Uh, Francis, it sounds like you said that a thief made a, a, a man, a witness, it sounds like, pinky swear that he wouldn't call the police. Is that what you said? That is what I said. A 22-year-old guy in Ohio was walking down the street one night when a guy in a ski mask walked up and robbed him. Okay. The mugger asked the guy if he were a drug dealer and then pulled a knife when he said no. This is the thing. It's like, <laughs> I love, I just have to stop right there. Yeah, it's an interesting detail. <laughs> it's a very interesting detail. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hold him up, hold up. There's a sticker. Are uh-huh. you, are, do you happen to be a, a, a drug dealer? No. Oh, well then I can, I can proceed. He's like the opposite of Omar. Right. It's like, does he does he get respect if he is the drug dealer? That's yes. Because my my theory here is had the person said I'm a drug dealer, he wouldn't have robbed them. You don't think so? No, because I think what he was saying is I'm afraid of a drug dealer. <laughs> if you're a drug dealer, I'm not gonna rob you because I don't need that kind of problems. But if you're not a drug dealer, I'm for sure gonna rob you. So should he have said he was a drug dealer, you think? To avoid the robbing? But here's, it's, you know, it, it's a dangerous game. Just it's to say, just tell you something. it's a dangerous game to be playing. I'm a drug dealer. I'm not a drug dealer on the street. I, I would never recommend lying about these kinds of things um, because it could be, you don't, because you didn't know in that moment, but we know now because he then continued to rob the person. Yes. Had he not, had that, you know, like, so my one can intuit from that, that had he said, yes, I'm a drug dealer, that perhaps he wouldn't have been robbed. But in the moment, that could have been the thing that made him go, oh, really? I'm going to kill you. My brother took drugs. Bam. You know, like, you don't know. Yeah, you never know. So, but it's an interesting detail. Um, but before he left, he got 80 bucks from this person and uh, rode off on a bicycle. <laughs> Which, let's stop there. Be clear that if you use a bicycle in your crime, you're going to be an idiot. There's no, <laughs> like, if there's a bicycle involved in the, cl- you're in the pile. Yeah. That is not an appropriate getaway vehicle. No, no, your fucking Huffy is not a getaway vehicle. Your kid's Huffy, your cousin's Huffy, whatever it is with a banana uh, seat, I don't know. No, no. no. Uh, but before he left, he made the guy pinky promise that he wouldn't call the cops i find this whole whole experience fascinating i need to know the age of this thief 
Because unfortunately, it it make, makes me feel like this person is young. Yeah. But then Pinky Promise, I'm not sure. Does Abby does Abby know about Pinky Promises? Because I feel like it, I had a teacher. I had a teacher how to do one. Well, this is what I'm saying. I don't think that that's something that's actually translated down to younger people, which makes me think this person might be our age or a little, yeah. maybe perhaps a little younger. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking my sister, who's eight years younger than me, I don't think they Pinky Promise. No, no, no. So. And then also what it makes me think, well, then maybe the asking through a drug dealer was to re-up on something that they were on. Because yeah. this whole robbery smacks, it smells very messy. It smells yeah. very, very weedy, messy. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. But, but I love, you know, there's something kind of adorable. And, you know, and, and, I wonder if he made them like really pinky promise with like grabbing the pinkies, putting the thumb up. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. I think it means for real. And I just think that, that there's some. This is what what you're having problems with is the irony of this sort of Mayberry innocence. Yeah. This 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 sort of very provincial small towny. Do you pinky promise? Do you pinky promise, Big Joe? You won't call the police. And they and the person says, Yeah. In the middle of a knife a knife mugging. It's just it's just it is the it's the juxtapositioning, if you will. <laughs> It's incongruous. It is. It really is. Well, the man obviously re- ignored that request. That's how we know about it and broke his promise, which, all right, let's get to that. Okay. What do you think? That was bullshit. Do you think it was wrong of him to break his pinky promise? Yes, it is. You do not break the pinky promise, especially if you do the pinky grip and you seal it with the okay. thumb. Can I suggest though that a pinky promise made under the threat of death is not an not a valid okay. pinky promise? You know what? You know what, counselor? You just brought me over to the other side. You just brought me over to the other side. I'm just saying, with a knife on you, you know that's not. Had he thrown the knife away from him and said, "Look, knife gone, pinky promise," then I'd be like, "Okay, that he deserves the comic retrib- karmic retribution. He's pinky promise." <laughs> I believe that this is in the law. I'm sure there's case law about it. Let I us know at franchisezurian at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and by the way, they haven't caught this person. No. So, <laughs> next up, next up. This was sent to me by my friend David Fink, who I just love, and he listens. And so, hello, David. Hello, David. Uh, Brazilian singer hospitalized after holding in gas around boyfriend. Hospitalized. That means she got a bill that she had to be put into. She did damage to her internals. So she had severe pain, so severe that she felt compelled to go to the emergency room and they had to admit her. Okay. (laughs) Vivian de Cueros Pereira. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a lovely sounding name. Um, she apparently shared this ordeal with her 15.7 million Instagram followers in a scintillated post. Yes. Stop. Stop. Whatever yep. we're doing, we're it's doing wrong. it. It's wrong. It's, it's wrong. wrong. First of all. Because when you can have 15.7 million Instagram followers from holding in farts, I, I mean. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. No, at the minute I read it, I was like, what? 15.7 what so she wrote uh, i love since deleted post yeah you don't share everything on <laughs> on social media 
But she had she had a message to share. You know, some people talk about, you know, say no to drugs or, you know, let's stay away from gun violence. Mm-hmm. But her message on TikTok was, girls, this is a quote, girls, don't be ashamed to fart in front of your guy because what's really embarrassing is not letting your guy sleep because you're in discomfort going to the hospital with your guy and the diagnosis being trapped farts. I didn't know that that could be a diagnosis, Angela. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I don't believe this diagnosis. And I I got some theories here. Number one. Really? The heterosexism of it is, I'm just like, you know, it isn't just guys and gals or whatever the fuck you're working on. Number one. Number two, um, trapped farts. Do you really think that that's. I mean, I'm not saying that she wasn't told that, but I'm wondering if this isn't more of something more like IBS. IBS, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that she is calling it trapped farts, but the reality is that she has, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or something. Mm -hmm. And in lieu, because I I don't know how they make that diagnosis. They go, oh, you know what the problem here is? Have you been holding in your farts? I, I don't think that that, I, I, I know I didn't go to med school, but this just does not, if you're a doctor or a nurse and you can verify, please write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. I believe that first of all, this person is stupid. Yeah. Second, <laughs> second, that there's more going on here. And third, the, the 15.7. I know, 15.7 million. You know, you, you guys have heard me talk about it, that, you know, I don't pass gas around my husband. He doesn't pass gas in front of me. Never has. In Never what, has. How many years? 26. 26. 26 years. And you have not gone to the hospital. I've never gone to the hospital. But I do go, if I if I do have to, too, I will go into another room, you know? Well, but that's I, my thing. That's what everybody does. Right. I thought. <laughs> Everybody doesn't do that. But, you know, because I grew up, I grew up in a strict Catholic school environment. When I was a kid, you couldn't blow your nose in the classroom. That doesn't make any sense. You had, yeah, you had to ask you to raise your hand. That is not in the Bible. That is not, that doesn't make any sense. Let me tell you, Jesus said, raise your hand and go outside in the hallway, ask to be excused and blow your nose. That's right. Jesus never said that. Jesus never said that. That's right. He didn't. You see, Jesus didn't let you defile the classroom like that. This is ridiculous. I mean, she's talking about na- be wary of natural <laughs> gas buildups. I, I mean, it, it just sounds ridiculous. I know, but you know, but it's so interesting. It's like what we, you know, what are, what are you doing? Don't hurt yourself. Whatever you're doing, don't hurt yourself. All right. You know what? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back to Idiot of the Week. week, 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 week. Um, this one's hard. Go ahead, say it. I don't know if I can. 
This idiot, I don't, uh, do we know who it's from? Or is this a, uh... okay. Man fined 250 euros for sending toothpaste to neighbor he said had bad breath. There's something about that. I mean, I just, okay, okay. I'm going to say this. I, I'm very confused by this headline. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this because I love you all and you love me. I don't know if you know this, but I'm short. And so I have a lot of people's breath down in my face a lot, mm. right? Like everybody's speaking, everything goes down. And when people have really bad breath, it literally will make the like my eyes peel. <laughs> And I can't, I can't deal with it. Okay. Are you saying that you need to be recused from this? I need to be, I need to be recused because not that I would do this, but let me tell you something I understand. But this is the problem. This right away, let me tell you right off the bat, this is something we've talked about a lot on any of the week. If there's the worst kind of conflict, I believe one of the worst kind of conflicts you can get into is a neighbor conflict. Neighbor conflict. Yep. You should do everything you can to avoid it. I am even to the point of denying who you really are to these people if you can't move or get them to move, which you're not going to get them to move. So, because this is basically a neighbor conflict that right away, like I always, I think to myself in any of the week, like what would Judge Judy say in her court? Because the problem is that's the headlines about toothpaste. But right yeah. away we're on parking spots and year, years of complaints and back and forth insults. And so it's a- And garbage cans. And, 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 thank, and rocks and shit in front of your car. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is what I've known and learned personally and out here in the world that when the neighbor conflict gets into you've been touching my garbage cans yeah then then you in a whole realm of yes can i tell you i've never understood this thing where people have about people parking in front of their homes outside of oh, i get yeah. blocking your driveway but i don't why are people right. so uptight about that i don't it's a, it's a sense of ownership. I, we had neighbors like that who were like, you know, if they came home and there were people, somebody parked in what they considered their parking space in front of their home, they lost their mind. And to the point where the wife, she got a disability parking space, like, you know, put in front of their place. Now, mind you, my father was actually there was disabled. Was disabled. Yeah, he was. <laughs> was disabled. Was paralyzed on one side of his body. He had to learn how to walk and talk again. My mother could have had that put out there, but she did not want to do that to other people. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to take up a space, right, from other people. She was like, I can always let him out, and you know, you get him up the front, and I'll go park around the back. But you know, but people are like that. Anyway, Stephen Wright. 37, became locked in a bitter feud with Colin Jones after a clashing over parking in the town of Hansforth, Cheshire. It's this, the uppity, the name is too uppity, that's the problem. Yes, okay. He was also accused, y'all, of moving Mr. Jones's wheelie bin before it could be emptied, piling leaves and rocks in front of his car, sticking um, the washing machine, putting the washing machine on late to make noise, 
Mr. Jones, who has since moved out, reported also that Stephen Wright sent him some, um, what was it, uh, toothpaste and a toothbrush in his mailbox. Basically, he was saying that he moved out because of, the, of what he said called the anxiety that he said he suffered because of the, quote, harassment. And um, right. these, and it went on for two years, it looks like. And, uh, but I mean, again, it started with parking and I need us all, here's the thing at the end of the story, it's easy to see it wasn't worth it because now this man has been fined. He's an asshole. We're calling him an idiot and and all of that. But if you could look back and if you could look in the future and see future you, and if future you could go back and talk to past you and be like, is it such a big deal? Is it worth it? It's not worth it. Is it worth it to the point where you're going to be called a stalker and a harasser, you know, and you're going to ha- and be fined and everybody's going to hate you and call you a fucking idiot. Let me tell you what's never, you were, I will be surprised as hell if on anybody's deathbed, they reflect and go, I'm really glad I made a big deal about that parking space. I mean, I really don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And so it's just, it's one of these things where it's like, dude, for two years, for two years. And here's the thing, the thing you know, he got fined, a really healthy yeah, fine. It's like, you know, it's like you don't, you now have to pay money because you were a bitch. Thank you. You were being a little bitch to other Thank people you. and you can't deal with- Well, that made with... me respect their, their justice system too. Yeah. Like, we need some little bitch, anti-little bitchery laws here. Totally. Okay, next up is from me. Uh, you have to say uh, this. I can't even. <laughs> I can't say this. I can't say this. I let a baby bird nest in my hair for 84 days. White people. <laughs> okay. Okay. White people. I, I let a bird baby. nest in my baby hair. Bird ba- I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what it is, okay? You, bitch, what I know you're not is a tree, okay? Are you saying? You are not the place we build nests in. <laughs> so this person, now this, this story, the person wrote, right? It's, this yes. person wrote it, who, who let the bird nest there. This is their confessional explanation. Essentially, apparently, Hannah, um, this person's name is Hannah Born Taylor. She's this yeah. is, the, the premise of this is that taking care of a baby finch helped with my loneliness after I relocated abroad. And taking care of this baby finch, as Frances has said, meant letting it build a nest in her hair. The hair that was on her head. There's a lot of problems here. A lot of problems. First of all, first of all, let's talk about the black wives okay, tale. This, she's the devil, I think, according to that. I don't know what you do with this. Because you know, in in in, in black wives' tales, you know, like when you take cut, you know, when you take your hair and you comb it and you take it out the brush, you know, people usually either will burn it or make sure that they throw it away. Because you you know, I had a cousin who took some hair and threw it outside mm-hmm. one day, you know, let the wind take it. And I had an aunt who lost her mind. She was like, a bird will get that and make a nest out of it. And then you'll be crazy. <laughs> That's how that works. The best wives tale ever. It's so 
Don't let don't let birds make nests with your hair because you'll go crazy. Because you'll go crazy. I think <laughs> black women knew something that was decent. Because to me, if you let a, a bird make a nest in your hair, you crazy. Well, but this thing, maybe what they, they knew is that if you're going to let them use the hair that's not on your head anymore eventually that's it's like it's like a domino effect eventually you're gonna go why not just let them why do they have to wait for this hair to fall out they could just maybe they knew that and that's why they came up with this because the fact that this i need you to understand something when you say that you were lonely and so lonely so lonely that you let a baby bird <laughs> nest in your scalp i need to hear and I don't want this for three months. For three months. I don't want to hear. And I have a feeling, did the bird leave of its own accord? Like, I don't know that she actually was the person who ended the relationship, if you will, or the housing situation. Right. But the but for me, I go, I need to hear, and I don't want this to be true for anybody, but I need to hear my entire family died or turned their backs on me. <laughs> um, I have no neighbors. I work at the uh, one, you know, an outpost uh, and and right. or some shit, and there's nobody around me for 600. And there's, you know, there's never night, it's daylight for, you know, like I need to hear that you live in some sort of Orwellian hell and that you were, you just literally would take whatever would come your way. And because when you tell me I relocated, to me, Francis, it <laughs> just doesn't seem because the bird nest in your hair worthy. It just doesn't make. Also, I got I got questions. Did you let the bird shit in your pan? Because I know you did. Number two, did you wash your hair? Did the bird the bird wasn't making a new nest every day? Did you not wash your hair and let a bird shit on your brain for three months? I have questions. Well, listen, as she said, the reason that she let this happen is these are all the reasons. So they'd moved to another country. She relocated. Right. And then she said, you know, that she that her the, the people she moved with her partner, they were able to work, but her visa didn't allow her to work. So and she said, and I was left isolated, homesick and lacking purpose. Bitch, they're called books. Like, I mean, puzzles, fucking Sudoku. I don't give a what. Hell, paint your nails. Dude, walk. Do some jumping jacks, yoga, meditate. There's, I mean, I can do this all day long. But, but somehow, suddenly, what, what occurred to her, she didn't know what to do when she was so lonely. So she saw this bird that had been abandoned by his flock. And his nest had been blown from a mango tree. And his eyes were tightly shut. He was shuddering. He was too young to survive alone. Now, right there I go, what do we, the rest of us, do in these situations? We look for other birds. Right, right. Look for other birds. Or I would call somebody who is uh, an expert in That's this. Cool. What I'm not an expert in is letting birds live in my hair. <laughs> I, let me tell you, you never go, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if she found a whole battalion of baby birds. Letting a bird live in your hair is right You'd have lost it. Well, this is the problem. So she does what a lot of us, she put the, the, the bird in a box with towels and to make a nest, stayed up all night. This is where we're starting to see the unravel. We're starting to see the unravel here. Stayed up all night researching how to care for him, which means that she had internet. You, like, like watch right. porn. Jesus, what the hell? <laughs> um, so she looked up how to take care of this bird, spoke to an expert who said it would take 12 weeks 
for this bird to be ready to live in the wild. So the next day when she woke, when he, the bird woke up with her mouth open and a shrill hunger call, she said, I fed him termites. That means this bitch had to go get termites. That's right. We, 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 we have, we crossed the Rubicon. I don't know. We're behind the event horizon. Time is collapsing upon itself already. She then instinctively, and I quibble with this use of this word, instinctively chirped back at the bird. Is that an instinct that we non-birds have? Wait, also, let me tell you something. As soon as we get here and the story makes me go, did that bird fall out of the bed? <laughs> oh, did he oh Francis, you're so right. Girl, you're so right. Did you, this bitch took this bird out of this nest and you're so... Oh my oh. God. She is so the crazy Did bitch it. who kidnaps the kid and then doesn't let them know they were kidnapped. Like that they have, oh my That's God. I'm telling you. This poor bird. What I also have to question the people that she relocated with. What are they doing? During. Tom and I move away. He's got a day job and he comes home every night to a bird living in and my chirping, hair. Chirping and, and giving termites to this and going, chip, chip, chip. It's an instinct. Chip, 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 chip. Eat your termites. And what he just goes to bed and goes to work the next day. Like, I don't understand how this happened. Okay. Because what I know, what I do know is that it, you know Thomas it, as well. You know that he'd be washing my hair while I was asleep. He'd be like, so. No, you can't. You can't get into bed with that. So, they, like, the bird would fall asleep in her palm, um, and she says, "As this is a quote, as far as I was concerned, I was his mother. Yet, only you were, only you, you, only you thought you were his mother. He didn't. Nobody else did. Nobody in the fucking bird community, and certainly no human. No. So, for the next eighty-four days, the fledgling, she says, lived on me. We became inseparable. He would fly alongside me or cling to me as I went from room to room in the house. Well, we walked." the grasslands or when I drove he'd rest in my hand he learned to fly he I, I can't Francis I can't the way the, the, I'm like where are the people that she moved with why is why are none of them intervening why is there no intervention why is there nobody going stop bitch I bought you a book today and a puzzle <laughs> here's a kaleidoscope look at some shit um, <laughs> So she, each day, she said, each day he made little nests in her hair and on the groove of her collarbone. I want you to tell me what you would do. She bitch walked up with a bird nest on her collarbone. With a bird in it. And she was like, chirp, chirp. Hey, can I have fries with that? Chirp, 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 chirp. Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling you. We have got to find other things for but people what I, to do. I'm not what what I know for sure, though, is that the person that she lived with is ironically named Robin. Apparently, she went out of town for a while, and Robin was supposed to take care of the bird, and Robin did. And what Robin, the story she was told that I am questioning outright, is that Robin, you know, decided they had decided mutually that they should Robin should try to take the bird out on some some flying and walking times. And on one of these, oh, the bird flew away and didn't come back. How, do you for one minute believe that? Or do you share my belief that the minute that bitch's Uber pulled out, 
he took that bird, opened the window, and went be free, and was fucking done with it. Do you? It is so Skippy the dog went to go live on a farm. With a family I mean, with a lot of kids and other puppies. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's it's like me when I left. I left one day. I left Tom in charge of my alpha fish, and I came back home, and the fish was in the dust. It was dusty inside of the tank of the right? fucking the tank. Why is the yeah. fish dusty? I've never seen a fish. I ain't never seen a fish <laughs> with dust bunnies on it. Naturally. <laughs> but they tried to, what I love is they tried to push that. They really tried. Oh no, he just got dusty in the water. He got yeah. dusty in the water. I was like, did my fish, did my fish jump out the boat? No, man. Why would you think that? Fish just been there all day. <laughs> I was like, but, but, but he got, he got, he got, he got dust bunnies <laughs> on him. Now, I, you know, this is my first fish. What? I love it. You're like, it, 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 I'm not trying to perp like I'm a fish expert. Let me start by saying that. Do you know, in 26 years, that this man has never caught to the fact that fish <laughs> was outside of that fucking bowl? It's the, for me, Angela, it's the lie. It's the lie. It's the lie. Like, I'm stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this is the brilliant thing about that kind of a lie. You don't know what to do with it. Here you are years later, 20 some years later, and you're like, I don't know how to combat him saying the fish <laughs> didn't get out the bowl. Well, looking. I'm looking. And here's my thing whoever her partner is, is looking at a bird. <laughs> Next to the person that, that, he or she said, I want to be with. It was her husband, I, I, right? I think so. Yeah. I, but she was, he, was, he was like, I married this crazy. <laughs> we may procreate. I may. My, oh, oh my I don't think they're procreating. <laughs> oh, no. If I'm married to this, I'm waiting till we're back home in our own country where our health care, our insurance is probably better. And we're going we gonna to get you the help you need. And I may be moving on. But there's, you don't know. No. <laughs> Birds nest in your hair? No. No. And then you're going to tell you. This is what this is me coming back to my boss that that the next day being like, oh uh, yeah 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 this move one for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong. She got a bird's nest. I know I know what that sounds like, right? I'm not blaming the move. I'm not blaming this country, but something, <laughs> some combination of factors has really changed our paradigm. <laughs> I, it's 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 changed her internal. Like she, you she know, a fucking bird mama, and I can't oh. live like this. So, <laughs> so um, can you give me a ticket? Uh, I need to go. We, we coming back. We coming back. I gotta reset her. I gotta reboot her. I'm gonna push push this button on her back and reboot her because this shit is fucked. Okay, um, let's review. Yes, we got the pinky swearing thief. Yes, we got the Brazilian singer hospitalized after holding in gas around her boyfriend. We have the uh, man fined 250 euros for sending toothpaste to his neighbor who said he had, because he had bad breath, the harasser. And we have the woman who let a baby bird nest in her hair for 84 days. I have to go with the woman who let the bird yes. nest in her hair yes. as the biggest idiot. Because yes. again, 
bitch, you're not a tree. No. You're not a tree. No. No, and I am. You're not a tree. No. No, I have to agree with you, Francis. I, I, there's just, there, Francis, there was a time in this country. Actually, there was a time. There was a time in this country where you didn't have to say to people, the humans, you are not a tree. <laughs> you are not, you are not an ecosystem for other, maybe for microbes, you know, right, but, right. But, but, but not for birds, not for other right, warm-blooded creatures. No, no, that's not how this works. No, there was a time, okay? There was a time in this country, Angela, that when somebody robbed you, they didn't make you swear the holiest of all holy swears, the pinky swear. Okay. People, people, you, they reserved the pinky square swear for things that were between friends. They weren't, you know what I'm saying? Right. These were loyalty issues. This wasn't a robbery. We didn't abuse the pinky swear. We had some respect for it. Thank you. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. <sighs> thank you so much. And we want to thank you, Laura. no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.